these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. The 2023 Envision Golf 4 Vision Tournament will be held on Thursday, May 11th at Teradyne Country Club. Come join us and our friends and partners as we help raise money for Envision's programs and services that promote independence and create opportunity for people of all ages who are blind or visually impaired. To sign up or sponsor the event, contact us at 316-440-1532 or visit golfforvision.com. We hope to see you May 11th for a day of golfing for Envision. Here in Manhattan, every man is a wildcat. Into the corner for three. Yes, sir! Join us for the start of a new era. Our next head basketball coach at Kansas State University, Jerome Tang. Be a part of the Wildcat journey all season long on your home for Kansas State basketball. Thursday, Kansas State faces TCU in the Big 12 tournament. Hear the tip-off at 8.30 right here on the home of the Wildcats, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I'm Doug Brown. Kansas coach Bill Self is out for today's Big 12 quarterfinal against West Virginia with an illness. Assistant coach Norm Roberts will take over. That game will tip shortly on ESPN. Earlier today in the Big 12, Iowa State knocks off 10th-ranked Baylor in the quarterfinals, 78-72. Gabe Kalsher with 24 points. In the ACC, Miami had a 17-point second-half lead on Wake Forest and almost let it slip away. Miller, quick bounce pass back to Wong. He'll race it into the front court, all the way to the rim, and score. What How about that? A play drawn up. They knew exactly what they wanted to do, a give-and-go of sorts from the inbounder. West Durham and Jordan Cornett on ESPN Radio. 14th-ranked Miami holds on for a 74-72 quarterfinal win. In the Big East quarter, 6th-ranked Marquette had to go to overtime to beat St. John's 72-70. Tyler Kolek with 19 points. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports there's a real chance the Vikings will part ways with wideout Adam Thielen, although the sides are still talking. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com. Easy. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman. On ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy, the age of 15, had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our hero. What's up, Wichita? Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Big 12 Championship Tournament is rocking and rolling. And boy, are we having a blast in Kansas City. Welcome in to a very special edition of The Pulse here on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also stream us online at ESPNWichita.com. 
Check us out on the TuneIn app on your smartphone. And you can also uh, tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM or KKGQ, whatever is easiest for you. I'm Pat Strompman. Producing is Jack Johnson. The phone lines are open at 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Kansas set the tip off at 217. So if you want to give us your prediction on that, feel free to call in at that number. If you don't want to call, the text line is a wonderful thing too. 316-247-0923. Who's your big 12 tournament pick? Let us know on the text line as well, 316-247-0923. Twitter, ESPN Wichita, Pat Strompman, Johnny J underscore 15. Facebook, ESPN Wichita 92.3. If you want to send us a message, you can. And you can also find us on Instagram at ESPN Wichita. Very simple to find us. And we have video. We have pictures from Kansas City. Go and check that stuff out. The reason why... We've been posting so much. We are here in Kansas City, home to the Big 12 Championship Tournament. We are here at KC Hooley House. It's an Irish pub, 10,000 square feet, multiple areas to enjoy. They have a back area that's currently closed, but they will open it up tomorrow, which that makes sense because I would only imagine that this place is only going to get crazier. Large dining Offering a delicious spin on traditional Irish dishes, along with elevated pub food favorites. If you're coming to Kansas City to watch Big 12 basketball, feel free to stop on by. We're here on the stage. We'd love to say hi. I've had a few people stop on by already, so come on over. We're here at Power and Light, just across the street from the T-Mobile Center. Our Big 12 championship tournament coverage is presented by Enhanced Wellness of Derby and the Kansas Contractors Association. Your home for the Big 12 tournament is right here, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. So instead of a show from 2 to 4, we are going an additional two hours. We will be here until 6 o'clock, four-hour show here on the Pulse. So we'll bring in some different guests. We'll have audio, so on and so forth. Let me give you the lineup, and it's certainly extended because of the additional two hours. Coming up at 225, state basketball taking place across the Sunflower State. We'll chat with Brett Flory, head boys basketball coach at Derby. The reason why we are his team in the Class 6A semis. The Panthers set to take on the Heights Falcons tomorrow. Should be an awesome game. Derby has had a great season. We'll talk to Coach Brett Flory coming up in 20 minutes. 2.45. In addition to that, we'll tell you about the latest on the state basketball front. I thought that maybe we would be at halftime by the time we got to hour number two here on the show. Don't know if we will or not, but we will have reaction from KU in West Virginia. And if it's not at half, no big deal. We'll just kind of watch the screens here from the Hooley House, and we'll find a way to uh, tell you what's going on. 325, we'll have a special guest in person, Tim Fitzgerald of GoPowerCat.com. He is going to stop on by. We'll visit with him, get a life update with him, see how things are going. But we'll also talk K-State basketball with Tim Fitzgerald. 
345, a former Wichita State Shocker. He is in the news, and he is not happy. And we'll tell you why coming up at 345. Hour 3, 402, Isaac Brown, Craig Porter Jr. They spoke with media members yesterday. We'll have that audio for you in preview that AAC game with Tulsa. It's brought to you by Wushock Weeds, brewed by the wonderful people at Wichita Brewing Company. 425, Jerome Tang spoke with Ty Lebo yesterday from our sister station, Sports Radio 810 WHB. So we'll have that for you coming up at 425 in addition to an in-depth preview of K-State TCU. 445, we'll briefly get away from basketball just for a second, and we will talk about the Chiefs. Might as well call the game either or. We'll tell you about that coming up at 445. Then in the final hour, KU, West Virginia, that game should be over. We'll have reaction at 502. We'll have postgame audio. Not going to hear from Bill Self today. We'll tell you why in just a little bit. And then we'll finish off the show with a three-question Thursday. So that is our stacked lineup. We're going to talk to you for four hours here from Kansas City. We're certainly pumped. And I'm just ridiculously excited because, Jack, how many times have you been down here to the Power and Light for Big 12 tournament? Now, I understand you're a young buck. You're 23. I understand that completely. But how many times have you been down this way for Big 12 tournament? I think I've three would be my guess. I've been there the last two years, not this year, but um... – the first time I went, it was fantastic weather. I think it was like in the 60s. Uh, I was I was thinking I was like 15 or 16 or something like that. Super fun time. Last year, it was freezing cold, but still a great environment. It truly is one of the best events you can experience here in Kansas City over the course of 365 days. Yeah, we were talking about that at the tail end of the Shane Dennis show. This is my first time. I've never been in Kansas City during the Big 12 tournament, at least not at the Power and Light area. And I got to say, it is incredible to see the amount of people that flock this way. Power and light right next door to the T-Mobile Center. So it makes sense that people would stop on by before going over to watch the game. A lot of Iowa State fans, they were here early. They walked across to the T-Mobile Center, and now they're walking back to Power and Light. So a long day for Cyclones fans, but certainly they're enjoying it because their Cyclones are moving on to the next round as Iowa State gets the win over Baylor 78-72, and we can recap that game here in just a little bit if we really want to. I don't think we're having any issues filling this segment, though. My first time, I see West Virginia. Let me show. Let me tell you about all the shirts that I see. So I see West Virginia, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, TCU. I see Texas. And I think that might be it. I think I see six, and that's just here right now. Pretty awesome stuff to see the amount of fans that are here inside the KC Hooley House. Love it. Absolutely love it. And to watch the tail end of that game between Iowa State and Baylor, the amount of people freaking out in that area. And I know you said, hey, you should be down here when the Chiefs are playing. Uh, I remember seeing clips of, of when the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl. And just looking at the people down here, it was awesome, to say the least. I don't know if I could survive down this way, though. My buddy actually invited me during the Super Bowl. He wanted me to come on down and, and have some fun with, with him and his buddies. But 
decide against it since I was in Phoenix. I got to say, if this was in my town, every single year I would take off work for sure. <laughs> Thursday and Friday, I would take off work for this event. Big 12 tournament, a lot of people here at Power and Light. We're here. We're rocking and rolling. We're having a blast. So this was great. And I haven't seen – I've seen some T-shirts. Jack, I told I told Shane you need to keep an eye out on some of these different T-shirts. So just to recap that, I saw a guy that was wearing a shirt that said, I still hate Christian Leitner. I think Shane got a picture and tweeted it out, which job well done by him. I see a lot of lavender for Kansas State, which I am all on board with, by the way. Love the lavender for Kansas State. Iowa State, there's been some interesting shirts I've seen some awesome jackets for KU, some throwbacks. I've seen some throwback items for Kansas. So I've seen a lot. And our very own Marco Marquez was wearing a Grady Dick shirt. I thought that was pretty funny. And you could probably guess what the shirt was saying with Grady Dick on it. So we're having a blast here in Kansas City. We're approaching tip-off KU and West Virginia. West Virginia getting the W last night over number 9 Texas Tech, 78-62. to Kadrian Johnson with 20 points for West Virginia. He's been playing some good basketball for the Mountaineers. And they take on a Kansas team that is without its head coach and Bill Self. Certainly some news earlier today. We were driving down this way in the rain and we get a text message saying, hey, this is what's taking place. We are awaiting confirmation. We got it. So Bill Self, he will miss the quarterfinal matchup against West Virginia because of an illness, per a statement from the school. The school statement did not disclose the details of the illness, but said Self is recovering. I know some people are throwing things out there on social media. I would just say be cautious about that stuff, all right? I think a lot of people are making assumptions. Do not make assumptions. Just don't do it. Don't make assumptions. Assistant Norm Roberts, you'll serve as interim coach. The statement said Self is doing well and receiving great care at the University of Kansas Health System. So Kansas receiving a little bit of a scare without Bill Self. Served a four-game suspension imposed by the school for his connection to an NCAA infractions case at the start of the year. He missed his team's Champions Classic matchup against Duke. KU won that game 69-64. If you're wondering if Kansas is truly going to be affected by this, probably so in some ways, but this also could be a little bit of a boost for the Jayhawks. One of those go out there and win one for Coach, who's not able to be with us. So it could be a good thing for Kansas. It will certainly have some sort of an impact because Norm Roberts is, is not Bill Self. But Norm Roberts has been a part of this KU coaching staff for a while. He knows what to do. Hope Bill Self is fine. I hope he recovers quickly. Hope he gets back out there for Kansas. I don't know if he's going to be back for the Big 12 tournament if Kansas were to win this game. I'm not even going to sit here and, and, and try to figure out if that's going to happen or not. At the end of the day, just hope that his health is fine. Hope that he can recover and hope that he can be back for the Kansas Jayhawks in a short amount of time. So, thinking of Bill Self as he's recovering from an illness as that was announced by the school earlier this morning. We talked about Kevin McCuller Jr. yesterday. 
He was questionable for Kansas going into this game with West Virginia because of back spasms. And Kevin McCuller Jr., if you've listened to this show for the last couple of weeks, I've been saying that Kevin McCuller Jr., as valuable as DeWan Harris Jr. is, as valuable as Jalen Wilson is, Grady Dick, Kevin McCuller Jr. has been the one to really turn things around for Kansas down the stretch. We thought that he would be out for today. He was probably going to be unavailable. Very much doubtful, I think, was the official tag. If we had to put a tag on it, that was really the update yesterday that we received. Kevin McCuller Jr., though, he is warming up, and he is going to give it a go for Kansas. So how effective will he be? I don't know. Norm Roberts, he did say that Kevin McCuller Jr. should be available. He may play some against West Virginia. What does that mean? I don't I don't really know. I, I really don't know how many minutes he's going to play, but I would imagine it's going to be very, very limited for Kevin McCuller Jr. He's going to try to tough it out, which I can certainly respect. And in his place, Kansas is going to have to find someone to elevate their game. Starting lineup for Kansas being introduced right now, in case you're wondering. Starting lineup for Kansas, the Jayhawks rolling with Joseph Yesufu. Yesufu is going to be in the starting lineup in place of Kevin McCuller Jr., Dewan Harris Jr., Grady Dick, Jalen Wilson, K.J. Adams Jr. Meanwhile, for West Virginia, you have Johnson, Emmett Matthews Jr., Trey Mitchell, Eric Stevenson, and Jimmy Bell Jr. What do you think of this game, Jack, as we're getting ready for tip-off? KU, West Virginia, what are some of the things that has to happen for the Kansas Jayhawks to get the win today? Uh, it's a simple thing to say, but I would say start fast. I think in these you know, afternoon tip-offs on a Thursday, kind of a unique uh, tip-off time that you haven't had all year long. You've never played at 2 p.m. on a Thursday, unless I'm forgetting one one of them that happened back in the non-conference during that Battle for Atlantis tournament. But other than that, you're not used to this playing time, and the last thing you want to have is a flat or sluggish start when you do not have your head coach. This West Virginia team, they are not a typical 8 or 9 seed in the Big 12 tournament. They are an 8 or 9 seed in the NCAA tournament. I think Joe Lunardi most recently had them as a 10 seed. I think you can put that in the conversation of 8-9. to nine. They can easily come into Kansas City and move on to the semifinals of the win over Kansas. I would actually not like seeing Kevin McCuller play today because I think the most important thing you want to have going into March is health and March Madness, I mean by that. And I don't think you want to force Kevin McCuller to go in there and even play 10 to 15 minutes. What well, this is great for Kansas is you can see who your 6th and 7th man off the bench can be. Can Joseph Yesfu step up? Can Bobby Pettiford step up? Can Ernest Uday step up? Well, you're going to find out today because Kansas will be shorthanded. It's not the first time it's happened this year. Remember back to that game against Texas in Lawrence when the Geoks went 88-80? to They were down a couple of guys, and they found a way to have one of their best performances of the year. Very excited for this game to tip off here in about a couple minutes because I want to see who's the next guy to step up for Kansas. Last year, we saw a guy like Remy Martin step up. Maybe it's yep. Joseph, Joseph Yesfu this year because you got to have somebody that can step up if you want to make a deep run in March. Yeah, and this is really this is a nice little test for Kansas. We've talked about this Kansas team and the bench plenty of times, and the Jayhawks with their bench being 
thinner with the loss of Kevin McCuller Jr., although he's going to try to give it a go tonight, or today, I should say. Although he's going to try to give it a go, how effective is he going to be? So with him suffering from those back spasms, I would imagine the biggest thing for Kevin McCuller Jr., he's not going to be able to guard quite as well as he would like. So to me, that's the most important thing about this Kansas team. I know West Virginia isn't a team that lights up the scoreboard, doesn't average 90 points per game, not a high shooting percentage team, yada, yada, yada. But I would imagine Kevin McCuller, I know Eric Stevenson, he would probably get multiple guys on him, would be my guess. KU would try to switch it up with, with Bill Self's defense and that philosophy. And with Kevin McCuller being limited, now it almost feels like you don't necessarily have to stick with one guy and Eric Stevenson the entire time. But I do think that that is a concern because you want to give a guy a rest, a break, to where you can slow down Eric Stevenson. He's the number one guy for West Virginia that you got to slow down. Now, the number one thing is with Eric Stevenson, you got to turn him into a volume scorer. And he, and he already kind of is, but you really got to be like, all right, if you're going to put 24 points on the board, if you're going to score 24, I need you to take 24 shots to get to the 24. If that happens, you're probably feeling pretty good if you're Kansas. But, yeah, who's the next guy up? Who's going to elevate their game? And keep in mind, this Kansas team, last time the Jayhawks were on the floor, they got dominated by Texas, especially in that second half. They got flat out outworked by Texas. What's the mentality like for KU against West Virginia, a, a team that likes to – try to get in your face and try to force some turnovers. Hey, we talked about turnovers again. Stunning that we're talking about turnovers with this Kansas Chayok team because that's also a major concern. Well, we just lost Pat for a quick second here, and we'll just stall until he can get back on the air, but Kansas and West Virginia has just tipped off here at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, still knotted up at 0-0 apiece. Joseph Yesfu getting the start in place of Kevin McCuller, but Kevin McCuller appears to be ready to go on the bench, so we'll see how many minutes they will give the senior that transferred from Texas Tech. But if you're looking at this game, it's going to be about hot starts, as Pat just mentioned, and, and you want to have that different mentality where you can – go into this game and and sort of use it as fuel, that you feel like you're down a couple guys, you're down your coach, you're down one of your starters, and Joseph Esfu just had a three-pointer, so you have maybe one of your bench guys finding a way to step up, and I think Joseph Esfu can be that guy for Kansas. We now got Pat back on the line as we stall for a little bit. Pat, do you read me? I got you. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. We were doing just fine earlier, but now we're having some technical difficulties, so we'll just keep an eye out on it. Yeah, Joseph Yesufu hitting that three-pointer. It's okay. Here we go. Kevin McCuller having those back spasms. How does Kansas open the game? You get a triple from the guy who's taking the starting spot from Kevin McCuller Jr. So we'll keep an eye out on this one from Kansas City inside the T-Mobile Center. We're inside the KC Hooley House Power and Light District right across the street from the T-Mobile Center. We're going to be here today and tomorrow. And, boy, do we have an exciting show for you today. This is segment one out of many, many more, as we'll be going a little bit longer, 2-6, to six, a special edition of The Pulse here on ESPN Wichita. 
Our Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage is made possible by Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Enhanced Wellness of Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned, and you can find them at enhancedwellnessderby.com or call or text 316-358-9780. That's 358-9780. Enhanced Wellness of Derby, a presenting sponsor of Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage here in Kansas City. All right, later on in hour number one, we'll tell you about state basketball, a good start for local teams. And one of those local teams, the Derby Boys basketball team. The Panthers are in the Class 6A semis. We'll talk to Coach Brett Flory next here on The Pulse, broadcasting live from the Power and Light District in Kansas City. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196. According to a new national survey, most people prefer to stay in their homes as they age. In order to do so, and as their health care needs change, many will need at-home health care options to keep them healthy and keep them at home. Yet most adults age 50 and older have not considered the type of care they may need that would enable them to age at home. Now is the time to research the care you want while you're in good health. First, research the home care options available in your community. There may be government programs that can help, including PACE and LIFE state-based Medicare programs. Talk to your family about your wishes and where you'd like to receive care. Keep talking with your doctor about your health and consider the finances of long-term care and the assistance programs available. Keeping seniors at home is a win-win for patients, doctors, and health care facilities. Receiving care at home has proven to result in a better quality of life and better health outcomes. This survey and message are sponsored by Cross-Country Workforce Solutions Group, the nation's leading provider of in-home clinical and non-clinical care for aging seniors. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. 
It's championship week, and ESPN Wichita is headed to Kansas City. The Shane Dennis Show and the Pulse with me, Pat Stroutman, will be broadcasting live from the Big 12 Championship Tournament throughout the week. We'll have the latest analysis from games, post-game audio with coaches and players, and much, much more from the T-Mobile Center. Our Big 12 Championship coverage is presented by Enhanced Wellness and Derby and the Kansas Contractors Association. Your home for the Big 12 Championship is ESPN Wichita. 2.3 FM. Kansas leading West Virginia 9-4 with 15-19 to go in the first half. Kevin McCuller set the check-in for the Kansas Jayhawks. We'll continue to monitor that game as we're broadcasting live from the KC Hooley House, ESPN Wichita Fan Fest, just across the street from the T-Mobile Center, our Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage, presented by the Kansas Contractors Association, the voice for the heavy construction industry in Kansas. For over a century, KCA member contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and our businesses count on. Proud to be Kansas. Proud to, proud to build Kansas, the Kansas Contractors Association. Find out more at webuildkansas.com. Well, the state basketball action is taking place. Day one in the books. Day two already underway. And before you know it, it will be day three tomorrow. And a local team that is going to the state semis in the Class 6A level is Derby. As the Derby Panthers, they got the dub last night over Olathe North, and to talk more about that, we welcome in the head boys basketball coach at Derby High School, Brett Flory. Coach, congratulations. You're in the state semis. How are things going? Uh, it's, it's great. I appreciate it. Uh, everything's great except uh, trying to prepare for the defending state champs right now, but um, otherwise, now yeah, we're doing great. <laughs> but, uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're happy to be there, and uh, um very, very fortunate to be able to advance, and it's it's so much fun when you're able to uh, to get this far and be a part of the story on the last weekend of the year. Yeah, no doubt, and I love how you immediately go to yeah, we we enjoy it, but we obviously know what's at stake next <laughs> with the Heights Falcons being your your yeah. opponent. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit, Coach. Ten point win last night over Olathe North, sixty four fifty four. I think the one thing I've been really impressed with your team all throughout the season, your ability in the fourth quarter to never really be out of it. You guys find ways to just close things out the right way, and I think that was the case last night against Olathe North. So your thoughts on the opening round game last night, the Class 6A state tournament? Yeah, you know, Olathe North was a unique opponent in that they're just so small but so fast. I mean, they just have incredible team speed across the board, and um, so athletic and uh, you know they, so they, they definitely presented some problems and there are a couple times where I felt like okay we've got a working margin and, and we'll be able to win comfortably maybe and then you know boom they, they hit us with a quick run and game would be tied or two point game or whatever the case might be but you're right our, our kids have done a really nice job uh, down the stretch of, of managing games this year you know we've had some ups and downs by no means any kind of perfect season but um you know, for the most part, in big games, our kids have handled themselves well down the stretch. Uh, you know, last night, you know, Cooper Chadwick from the line goes six for six down the stretch. That was huge. Um, you know, we were able to get uh, 
uh, string a few stops together when we needed it the most. Brett Flory, Derby Boys basketball head coach, joining us here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Derby in the state semis after a win over Olathe North, 64-54. to Coach, let's talk about your squad going down the list with some of your players. This season, Casey Fisher and Brown has just been such a delight to watch, averaging 17 points per game. And uh, I know it's one of those things to where it's like, you know, kind of felt like he just burst onto the scenes this year. But the reason why I think he's able to have such great success is because he put in the work and really became one of the most improved players in the city. Your, your thoughts on Kaysen and what he's been able to do for you this season? Yeah, no doubt. It's, you know, our, our team has uh, started with him this year without question. Um, Hardest worker I've ever coached. Um, you know, he's he's uh, committed to Newman, and and he's a talented player, but he's not such a talented player that he just can can get by with that alone. He he gets the reason he's really good is because of all the unseen hours. I mean, can't tell you how much time that that extra time that kid has spent in the gym for practice, after practice, off season. He just he's in the gym all the time. Um, you know, and, and such an unbelievable leader too. Um, not sure I've ever had a better locker room guy or, or more unquestioned leader on a team um, than Casey is, and pretty cool. You know, he's you know as a kind of old side business. He started uh, like a basketball training business for little kids, and he's got you know four or five little clients that, that all want to be Casey when they get older, and um, so he's he's uh, passing it forward uh, already as well. So unbelievable kid, great leader, and uh, certainly uh, he's a guy that that I couldn't. Uh, have any more faith or trust in yeah how about that coach i want you to expand on that a little bit more not very often sometimes when you're a 16 17 18 year old kid you you don't even you don't realize you know what what you're really doing sometimes you're out there you're playing basketball you're focused on the next step trying to get a scholarship or, or trying to figure out what school you're going to go to but sometimes when you're when you're playing and i remember back in my high school days it's like these kids walk up and you know they want autographs, and you're like, "Look, I'm, I'm from Newhall Valley, man. I'm 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 six foot seven, dude, and this this signature is not going to be worth anything. What are you doing?" But I think what it showed me back then was, man, I, I got I got these little kids in this community that are just looking at me, and and how cool is that to have the opportunity to try to impact the youth while already being such a, a young individual. So can you expand on that a little bit more with what Casey's been able to do on that front? Oh, sure. That's that's one cool thing about Derby. It it is a community. Uh, we, yes, we are a big six A school, but it very much has the feeling of more of a town, um, more so in the city. And um, you know, certainly in our football program, I know Coach Clark makes a, a big emphasis of um, you know the young kids um, that are looking up to those high school guys, and, and we try to do the same in our basketball program. And, um, you know, no better role model case than just mature beyond his years. Um, I, I told some other people to ask about him. It's, it's like coaching an adult, and that's when you're when you're used to coaching 14 to 18 year old kids, you don't get that very often. And so, um, it, it's it's a pleasure, and uh, we're very fortunate to, to have him on our team. And um, he is just you know those those young men that he works with and to watch him in our gym and its state and all that. They they couldn't pick out a, a better person to emulate from him 
Well, Coach, I want to talk about your juniors in just a little bit, but I do want to give you an opportunity to gush on these seniors a little bit more. Kayla Brown is one of them, Cooper Chadwick being another, and also Caden Arnett. I know you look at those guys, and you you have Chadwick averaging three points per game, two assists per game. That The other one's averaging about one to two points per game. But you understand the value of, of senior leadership. And for, for this group to get to the semis, man, it's like they, they know what it takes to get to this point. So this senior group on, on top of Kaysen, how valuable have they been this year to lead this team to the state semis? Yeah, that's one thing that's been been cool about our team this year is the, the level of role acceptance uh, has been really, really good. And that that's not something you get every year with with a group of high school kids. Um, and those guys are a huge part of that. Um, you know, both Cooper and Caleb. You know that that those guys are our top two defenders. Um, you know, Cooper ultra quick can stay in front of about any guard in the state. You know he had a tough assignment last night uh, with Watson and, and did a great job uh, staying in front of him. Um, you know Caleb is a little bit bigger. He's a football guy, uh, but strong, can move his feet, rebounds the heck out of the ball. Um, you know, Caleb doesn't need to take a shot, and, and he's happy. You know, that's he, he, he likes the, the Dennis Rodman type of kid that um, he, he relishes that role uh, for us. And so that's been huge. And, um, you know, Cooper's starting to make a few more shots now, which which helps. Um, you know, Caleb, we've found a role as uh, a screener in our offense, and he's embraced that totally. And um, they both defend at a super high level. And, you know, Caden Arnett, not to be forgotten either, he's, uh, one of those kids that he hasn't gotten to play all that much, um, but he's he's been a huge factor in practice. You haven't heard one complaint out of him all year. Um, and he's a great teammate, and you know there's probably some other teams if he was at a you know a 4A school or something like that where he could you know play a ton of minutes and score a lot of points and do all that. But um, I think he's uh, uh, enjoying being a part of this process here in the 6A state semifinals and. Uh, is, is a very valued uh, member of our team as well. Derby boys basketball coach Brett Flory, our guest here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita, many 2.3 FM. Derby taking on Heights tomorrow in the Class 6A state semis. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Coach, do you want to talk about those juniors? Last night, the number one scorer was Caden Franklin. He scored a game-high 15 points. Dallas Metzger scored 11 a pair of juniors that are averaging double figures franklin averaging seven rebounds per game Metzger averaging four rebounds a night as as valuable those seniors are there's no doubt that those two guys have had phenomenal junior seasons what have you seen from them this year oh yeah definitely um caden franklin we, we call him frank because we got several cadens on our team so it was by <laughs> frank for us but um he's just so proud of him, so much growth out of him. You know, freshman year, he was a tall, lanky kid, very much a project, um, was a B-team kid in middle school, um, but, you know, he's kept developing, getting better and better, just has a world talent. He's about six foot seven. Um, really unique in that he can finish inside left or right hand equally as well. He's a right-handed kid, but he might even prefer his left a little bit. Um, and, and he's just going to keep getting better and better. He needs to get a lot stronger and, and become more consistent. Those are things that we'll look for as a senior out of him. But 
Um, he's, we've really played through him a lot more as the years gone on, and um, that's that's been a revelation for us. There's not a lot of true back to the basket bigs um, anymore in high school basketball, really any level of basketball. If you think about it, and um, it's been a luxury for us to, to be able to play through him more as the years gone on. And then you know, Dallas is just a. I always say he's kind of got that old man game. You know, you go down to the Y, and that that dude that doesn't doesn't look too impressive physically sometimes but he can just score on you in, in every different way and, and that's Dallas he can lefty that can really shoot the ball from from deep range has a high release and he can he can get you around the basket as well crafty with his footwork and uh, he's he's really worked on improving himself defensively too to where he's become a, a solid defensive player and last night he, he led us in rebounds he had a double double for us which was uh, a key factor um, to being able to pull that game out in the second half so yeah, really, really happy with those two guys and their progress this year. Yeah, and a couple other guys too, Coach, to, to kind of round things up, breaking down your your team. I apologize if I'm saying Jack's name incorrectly, but Olwelling, Olwelling, sorry if I say that incorrectly. Olwelling, yeah, that's right. Okay, good. Well, averaging eight points per game for you, another junior in Mason Anderson, just those other guys that have been able to, to contribute this year. I, I know with your with your program, I've seen some – Great young guys come through that program, there's no doubt. But uh, to kind of look at what Jack's been able to do to this point, probably nice to see a, a guy go from freshman year to sophomore year and kind of see that big step taken. So your thoughts on, on those guys? Yeah, both they've been just huge for our team off the bench this year. Um, and before the season started, you know, a, a kid who would probably be a starter for us, a senior guard who could really shoot at Brock Zerger, uh, he's also our football quarterback, and uh, against Washburn Rural, their second to last game, he's, he's got his leg broken, and so all yeah. of a sudden he's out for the season. Uh, another football kid, Sam Same, who's you know six five, six six, you know freak athlete, that was going to be a big part of things. Um, he made a decision to graduate early to go play football at Iowa State, which I totally understand. Um, so all of a sudden our depth was you know, kind of a question mark, and those two of you know, undersized kids, they really step forward in a big way. Um, Jack, I, in basketball, um, there's a term, you call someone a dog, and he is one. Um, that's a compliment. Um, he's uh, just a super competitive kid, shooting about four, almost 45% from three this year, uh, so really can stroke it. And um, just a you know, game winner at Washburn in that quadruple overtime crazy game that we had out there. Um, Jason gets double, triple teamed, has the trust to kick it to Jack in the corner, and bang, he hits it as time expires. So uh, just unbelievable courage with that young man, and we have a lot of confidence in him. And then Mason, another program kid, you know, freshman year, he, he was uh, didn't look like much at all. He didn't You know, one of those kids, you didn't know if he was going to be able to you know, continue and progress and make the team in the future, but he just has worked and worked and improved and improved. And he also shoots that three at about a 40% clip, and, has um, really improved his athleticism um, over the past year or so to where he can get to the basket and he can guard um, pretty well now too. So yeah, those those two provide us with a lot of scoring punch and, and shooting off the bench, which uh, we definitely would not be anywhere near where we are without them. Well, speaking of, of that game winner at Washburn Rural, Coach, man, I never I, – usually when you see a game-winning shot, like, you know, the bench is going crazy – you know, I, I kind of expect the coaches to go crazy, but no, there's you. That's just 
in the moment. Just no, no, no. Get, get back, get back, get back, get, get, get back over here. I got, I got, get over here real quick. I couldn't help but just kind of chuckle, but just notice that you were just so locked in that you didn't even, didn't even really have that big of a reaction. <laughs> I told some people I was just at that point four overtimes. I was too tired to do anything else. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, and uh, it's, you know, it, I try to kind of subscribe to the philosophy that. Um, I've heard Brad Stevens talk about before that you know, whether that shot goes in or not, it, it wouldn't have had any impact on how we played. And yeah. It wouldn't have had any impact on our preparation. It just it, obviously we're thrilled and fortunate that, that that last shot went down. But from the coach's perspective, you know the kids executed, uh, the kids competed their tails off all night. Um, you know, we were fortunate to have it go our way, no question about it. But um, you know the shot going in or not doesn't impact the process and that's i really try to as much as i can stay focused on the process so anytime you're working with kids that's that's what it's all about it's about process about progress and i'm just trying to see if you can um, help them maximize their potential for sure well coach you take on heights tomorrow heights getting a convincing win in the opening round last night the Falcons certainly have some talent. T.J. Williams, probably considered one of the best players in Kansas high school basketball in the class of 2024. You have Marcus Ziegler. You have some uh, pretty big deals to worry about defensively as Heights was able to get the win over Junction City, 67-44. to 44. And then you got to throw out the fact that this guy and Joe Auer has been coaching for about 18 decades. So, your, your thoughts on the challenge tomorrow at the Class 6A State Semis battling a, a Heights team that obviously had tremendous success last year? Oh, no question. Um, this, you know, first of all, obviously, as you say, it's so talented. Um, they just, their length just presents such a problem. Um, just across the board, you know, kids that are, you know, 6'3, 6'4, 6'5, 6'6, long arms, you know, they so bouncy and, and they're just, unbelievably athletic uh, basketball team and then uh, you add in the experience you know they bring so many guys back from the state championship team with Williams and Ziegler so they have that going for them as well and then um, I think the the big thing that's underrated about heights many times is they're just so disciplined and and that's all coach Howard Um, obviously a a legend and it's, it's an honor anytime you get to coach against him but um, they just, they play with such discipline on both ends of the floor, make so few mistakes, and you know when you combine the, the talent level with that, that that's how you win state championships. And so, um, obviously, uh, if we want to be at that level of the program, we've, we've been to the Final Four a few times, but we've never at Derby High been able to break through and, and win the whole thing yet. And you know, the Heights is the kind of team you have to be able to find a way to uh, compete with and, and beat. So. Um, unbelievable challenge, but we're, we're thrilled to have the opportunity. Yeah, I was going to say, this is where you want to be, though, right, Coach? If, if you got to get to a state championship to go through the defending champs, that's it's a heck of a thing to say if you guys are able to get this done tomorrow. Yeah, no question. And, you know, you, you look at the bracket uh, right now that's left. There's us. There's Heights, who, who won it last year. There's Blue Valley North, who won it uh, the year before that. And then there's mm-hmm. 
Um, the Northwest, he's won it about 5,000 times <laughs> on the other <laughs> side over there. So, so we're, we're the, definitely we're the newcomers out of those four to at least in turn, not new to the state tournament or final four, but, uh, new to, to trying to break through to that level. So, um, you know, we're, I, I love our kids and I know that they're going to, um, prepare well and we'll play as well as we can and, um, Hopefully uh, we'll, we'll have a positive outcome with that. But it, it, at the end of the day, um, as long as these kids are, are processing and preparing the right way um, and compete their tails off, that's that's all I ever ask. And we'll let the chips fall where they may. Well, Coach, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on making it to this point and enjoy every second of it. I know that's probably the, the hardest thing to do in the moment, but uh, you know, for these kids, this is certainly a, a big-time opportunity for them. And certainly one for you as well so coach thank you so much for your time congrats again and best of luck you bet i appreciate you guys having me on today absolutely thank you that is brett flory head boys basketball coach at derby high school here on the pulse on espn wichita 92.3 fm derby with a 64 54 win last night in the 4-5 battle over olathe north class 6a state semis taking place tomorrow and we'll tell you about the showdowns as we get a little bit closer to the semis. We have some semis figured out, but it is day two of state tournament basketball, and there's certainly some other games that we care about in this area that we will update you on. So we'll tell you about that and much more coming up next here on the show. Before we do that, KU West Virginia Jayhawks with a six-point lead, 20-14, to 7.26 to go in the half. Jalen Wilson, 1-7 to open. K.J. Adams just threw down a vicious, and I mean vicious, dunk not too long ago. Kansas was down briefly, but the Jayhawks, they are on top at the moment. At the T-Mobile Center, which I can see right here from the KC Hooley House, our ESPN Wichita Fan Fest, continues on at the Big 12 Championship Tournament. Our Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage presented by Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Enhanced Wellness of Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned, and you can find them at enhancedwellnessderby.com or call or text 316 316- Three five eight nine seven eight zero. That's three five eight nine seven eight zero. Coming up in hour number two here on the show, we'll have Tim Fitzgerald of GoPowerCat.com. But coming up next, we told you about Derby and Heights. That's one semifinal. We'll tell you about the other results and take a look at the schedule today across the Sunflower State. That's next as the Pulse continues to broadcast live from the Power and Light District in Kansas City. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liberella. And this is Brian Davis with another great special on Seamless Cabernet, only $9.99. And don't forget WBC's Wooshock Wheat Six Packs, just $8.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. How do holiday grill masters take food from good to... Mm, wow. 
Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets. Made in the USA with North American ingredients and 100% natural hardwood blend, Kingsford wood pellets can be used on any pellet grill and add delicious, smoky wood flavor to any holiday meal. So look for Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets. Because with Kingsford, the holidays just taste better. Find at homedepot.com. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. It's true for the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about 500 bucks a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members now. They've shared over four billion in medical bills. So yeah, they can handle your bills too. And here's the thing. If you join MediShare Complete right now, before November 30th, they will waive your new member fee. So you're going to save even more. MediShare is the gold standard in healthcare sharing and joining right now makes a lot of sense. Again, pay no new member fees if you join now and start enjoying great savings and a great way to handle your health care. Call now, 844-94-BIBLE. That's 844-94-BIBLE, 844-94-BIBLE. Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 tournament championship games. And it all leads to our Selection Sunday special to kick off March Madness right here on your home for college basketball, ESPN Wichita. 92.3 FM. ESPN Wichita Fan Fest continues from Kansas City, home to the Big 12 Championship Tournament. Our Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage presented by the Kansas Contractors Association, the voice for the heavy construction industry in Kansas. For over a century, KCA member contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and our businesses count on. Proud to be Kansans. Proud to build Kansas, the Kansas Contractors Association. Find out more at WeBuildKansas.com. Well, hour number one of four almost complete. In hour number two, we'll have Tim Fitzgerald of GoPowerCat.com. We'll have reaction from KU West Virginia at the half. And we'll have a neat little soundbite to play from a former Wichita State shocker. And I promise you, you want to stick around for that because <laughs> it is glorious before i take another step further though just want to recap what took place yesterday at the state basketball level class 6a boys number one heights number eight junction city heights dominate 67 to 44 
Just got done visiting with Brett Flory of Derby Boys Basketball. Derby won the 4-5 battle over Olathe North 64-54. Class 5A girls. We have two Wichita teams squaring off in the semis. Number two, Bishop Carroll. Outlast number seven in over Central, 58-47. to And over Central falling to the Golden Eagles. And they will take on uh, number three and over the Trojans. They get the victory over number six, Emporia, 58-48. to First state tournament win for Andover since 1996. Brooke Walker, a big reason for that. Class 4A boys, number two, McPherson, knocks off number seven, Wellington, 71-49. 3A girls, the Cardinals of Cheney, moving on to the semis after a win over number five, Eureka, 65-48. to And at the Class 2A boys level, number one, independent, with a tough challenge versus number eight, Pitt Colgan. Independent gets the win, 55-46. Independent boys basketball had only been to state one other time before and never won a game that changed with a victory yesterday and a tight battle. In terms of what's going on today, right now, number one, Wellington taking on Bishop Miege at the Class 4A level on the girls' side. Coming up at 4, Andover and May South, 5A boys action. That will be a dandy. Marysville and Collegiate, 4-5 game there for Class 3A boys. Independent girls taking on Riverside in a 4-5 battle for Class 2A. Wichita Classical, 1A Division 1 boys taking on Elyria Christian at 4 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, Derby and Olathe Northwest. Derby boys in the state semis can be girls join in on the fun. They take on number seven, Olathe Northwest at six o'clock. Cape and boys at Blue Valley Southwest, 2-7 game. That should be a good one at the class 5A level. And at eight o'clock, Blue Valley North and Wichita Southeast. First state tournament appearance for the Golden Buffaloes since 1988 for Southeast. 5A boys, Hutchinson and Pittsburgh. Hutchinson has had a tremendous year. And L girls and Parsons, 4A level. Heston Colby, 3A boys level. Hillsboro in action at the 2A girls level. State tournament basketball going on at the same time as the Big 12 championship tournament. And our Big 12 championship tournament coverage presented by Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Enhanced Wellness of Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned, and you can find them at enhancedwellnessderby.com. Call or text 316-358-9780. That's 358-9780. Hour number one in the books, three hours to go. Hour number two, straight ahead, it's the Pulse broadcasting live from Kansas City. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. Here in Manhattan, every man is a wildcat. Into the corner for three. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Join us for the start of a new era. Our next head basketball coach at Kansas State University, Jerome Tang. Be a part of the wildcat journey all season long on your home for Kansas State basketball. 
Thursday, Kansas State faces TCU in the Big 12 tournament. Hear the tip-off at 8.30 right here on the home of the Wildcats, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. DQ presents the sound of a summer double play. It's the sound of drumstick pieces and peanuts combined with world-famous soft serve to make two all-star treats. The drumstick with peanuts blizzard and new caramel drumstick with peanuts blizzard. Grab one today or get it delivered at DQ.com. Official treat of MLB. DQ. Happy taste good. The IRS, the world's most aggressive collection agency. They can seize your property, bank account, and garnish your wages. They cause sleepless nights for millions of Americans. Don't be one of them. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, get protected today. Call 800-312-9970. Coast One Tax Group, protecting your bank, home, and your sleep since 2008. With hundreds of five-star reviews and an A-plus on the Better Business Bureau. Call Coast One Tax Group, 800 800- 312-9970. Stanley from New York owed $93,000. The IRS placed a levy on his bank account. Coast One released the levy and settled with the IRS for $2,000. Mark in Michigan owed $225,000. After Coast One stepped in, Mark walked away paying less than $1,500. Call Coast One now. A 10-minute call can save you up to 93% on your back taxes. Get your fresh start today. That's 800-312-9970. When you celebrate this St. Patrick's Day, don't forget to reach for the authentic taste of Warbeard Irish Red. It's the perfect flavor to celebrate all things Irish. Handcrafted right here in the area, Warbeard Irish Red has that delicious malty flavor and mesmerizing ruby color you want in a classic Irish Red. You can find Warbeard at all the finest bars or restaurants or head to the store to pick up a 6 or a 12 pack. Warbeard Irish Red is the number one selling locally made craft beer in Kansas. Warbeard Irish Red, the official beer of your St. Patrick's Day celebration. It's madness, and that means baseball season is around the corner. The Wichita Wind Surge home opener is April 11th, and individual tickets go on sale this Saturday at 10 a.m. Fans can purchase tickets for their favorite games like opening day, Star Wars night, 3rd of July, and much more. Tickets can be purchased at the box office or at windsurge.com. Season tickets, hospitality, and mini plans are also available. Listen to all the games right here on ESPN Wichita, and the home opener is April 11th. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. The MRI on the left thigh of Mavericks guard Luka Doncic comes back clean. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports he shouldn't miss significant time. Doncic left last night's game against the Pelicans but says the thigh has been bothering him for about two weeks. ESPN's Diana Rossini reports the Jets are now more confident that they can acquire quarterback Aaron Rodgers. No other teams appear to be making a move toward Rodgers. I never got a sense from the Raiders. There's been a lot of chatter about them being a team that was in on Aaron. They told me they were not. They're looking to the quarterbacks more like Jimmy Garoppolo, more those other types. Not the future Hall of Famers like Aaron Rodgers. That's going to cost a lot of money and would be available only through a trade. Diana Rossini on Greeny. The Jets and Packers are talking about a possible trade package involving Rodgers. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the Jets will cut wideout Braxton Berrios by next week, saving $5 million against the salary cap. The Texans lose a fifth-round pick and are fined $175,000 for a salary cap reporting violation. We all know the game isn't over till it's over. 
So next time you need parts for your car, don't call it quits. Go to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. This is the public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O, O, H to the O, V. I used to move snowflakes by the Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, streaming on ESPNWichita.com. You can also find us on the TuneIn app and on your favorite smart speaker. Tell that smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Stroffman. Producing is Jack Johnson, 316-669-4996. That's the hotline. Text line, 316 247 0923, Twitter, ESPN, Wichita, Pat Strauffman, Johnny J, underscore 15, and we also have Facebook, ESPN, Wichita, 92.3. Well, this is hour number two out of four. Coming up this hour, we will break down KU West Virginia, half number one action inside the T-Mobile Center. First half almost complete. And we also have a very unique soundbite to get to involving a former Wichita State shocker. But we're going to shift some stuff around as ESPN Wichita's Fan Fest continues in the Power and Light District at KC Hooley House. Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage presented by Enhanced Wellness of Derby and the Kansas Contractors Association. Instead of keeping him around for another 20 minutes, we're going to bring him in right now. Tim Fitzgerald of GoParacat.com. Fitz, it is so great to see you in person. What do you think of the KC Hooli House with I like it. a little bit of KU, K-State, West Virginia, Iowa State. I got to say, that's probably been the, the most surprising thing to me is seeing the amount of Cyclones fans that come down to Kansas City. This is my first time. So oh, really? I've never experienced huh. this. And I thought people had said that Iowa State comes here. and I thought it was just a myth no. that they no. take over. No, no, it's it's very true. So, Fitz, how you are know, you? You know how... Uh, Teenagers in college go to Cancun for spring break. This is Cancun to Iowa State fans. <laughs> this. 45-degree overcast, but lots of bush light on tap throughout the district. It's Cancun. Well, power and light definitely wants Iowa State to continue all yeah. the way through the Big 12 championship. I think there's no doubt about that. How are you doing, man? How's I life? Am, I am wonderful. I, I'm, I'll be really honest. Um, First of all, I'm impressed that so many people came to the bar to watch watch you talk. Yeah, it's they amazing. Can't, they can't hear you talk. Yeah, they're just watching you talk. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but you well, are. I'm just, I'm just. I'm just. I can't. Even. That's what. Yeah, I, mean. I know. I'm That's good. Candy. There's a lot of females in here. <laughs> hey, don't tell my wife that. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> not that many. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I'm really not happy that Kansas State's the third seed. At the end of the day, I didn't really care what seed they were. I just cared about. Uh, what time the game would start because it's all about me, Tim Fitzgerald. And getting the late tip it didn't work in my schedule particularly well. Yep. So today, showing my age, I'm going to finish this segment. I'm going to go back over to T-Mobile. I'm going to make sure I'm set up for the K-State game, and then I'm going to the hotel to take a nap because that's what you do when you're old. <laughs> well, I told you that I was dragging a little bit, so 
I got a little bit of energy from uh, from Shane Dennis, and then Fitz just whips out a five-hour ener- energy in a place I cannot reveal. Uh, well, maybe I can, but you know, it smells like Tim Fitzgerald. Yeah, uh, we'll just we'll just go with that in my pocket. In your pocket, yes, exactly. Well, Fitz, Kansas State's here, three seed yeah. as you brought up. Wildcats had a chance to get the two. They lose to West Virginia. The team playing the Jayhawks right now, 89-81. to And K-State paid the price a little bit getting TCU instead of maybe mm. someone else because TCU, we've had uh, some guys on the show, and I think some would say that there was a true dark horse to win the Big 12. That was TCU. That was before the Eddie Lampkin news, yeah. and that certainly changes some things. So the thoughts on, on the game tonight with K-State and TCU? Well, I thought it was a horrible matchup for K-State. And Jerome Tang even said before they came up to Kansas City that with their parts, they're the best team in the Big 12, even though they're the sixth seed. But they played most of the season without key elements. They got Miles back, and they look like they're having Lamb back, but now he's left the team. And it becomes a much better matchup for K-State. But as a fairly novice gambler, I actually reached out to friends of mine who are more uh, efficient, shall we say, in the gambling space? I have one person in mind who I think your friend is. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if that was this person you were texting. Actually, they texted me to try to explain the spread. Yeah. We Even after the news broke that K-State was a two, two-and-a-half-point underdog yep. in a game. And, and all we could come up with is the computer end of this is seeing neutral site, not realizing that it's not really neutral site. It makes no sense. The line makes no sense to me at all, but I, I did uh, take advantage of it in my own way. <laughs> well, Fitz is already celebrating. I think he hit a, a three-leg parlay not I've too long my, ago. I've had so. my uh, three first bets of the weekend. Man, you're in, off Including running. my first ever golf bet. I, yep. How'd that happen? Well, look. Did someone make the cut? They, <laughs> one of the books offered uh, a boosted... I bet if you if there was a hole on the seventeenth, a hole in one on the seventeenth at the Players Championship, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll bet that. You know, it's yeah. ten bucks. I'll throw that. The second group get of the whole tournament. I had the whole weekend to accomplish this. The second group on the first round, hole in one, cashes. Wow, look at this, um, Fitz. I'm, I'm believe me, I've got a lot to make up for <laughs> over the last two three weeks. A lot to make up for. Well, you brought up the neutral site aspect, which you believe it's not going to be neutral no. because there's going to be a lot of K-State fans here. That was the only thing about this K-State team I was curious about. Maybe you look at the Wildcats and you look how they play it inside Bramage Coliseum and away from the Little Apple, you kind of look at the performance and you go, well, hold on a second. Yep. Hasn't exactly been a glowing endorsement for K-State fans to go ahead and put some money down. So but why do you think that is? Well, this K-State team, why do you think it is such a struggle for them away away from Bramlage? Keep in mind, they won their first two Big 12 games on the road. Right, correct. At, in Austin and at Baylor. Yeah. And uh, then it all went to hell. But um, this is a neutral site. And they did play in Kansas City against a pretty athletic Nebraska team that really didn't do much this season and, and played extremely well. Um, so they, they have been in this building this year. They have, have had a good game in this building. But it's really the fans. I don't think it's about the court or the location. It's having the fans. And they'll have fans. And, and it's another topic Jerome Tang brought up that when he's at Baylor under Scott Drew, they, they hated the tournament being here. They wanted it to move to Texas again. Uh, would They had done that in Oklahoma City in the past, and it just isn't the same. Because he said they always felt like 
Iowa State and Kansas took advantage of the home court. K-State not so much, but they do have the fan support. And then he said, I heard from Scott Drew that he would like me to ask K-State fans to cheer for them. Well, that apparently didn't work uh, since Iowa State already sent them packing back to Waco. <laughs> Tip is Cheryl, our guest from GoPowerCat.com here on the Pulse on ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM, broadcasting from Kansas City. Kansas State's head coach, Jerome Tang, gets Big 12 Coach of the Year. How has Jerome Tang been able to do this so quickly, Fitz? Have you been able to piece it together yet? Obviously getting a a guy in Keontae Johnson, that's a a good start. All Big 12 first-teamer. Arkees Noel makes a pretty big jump from last year to this year. I was talking to Wyatt Thompson about that as much as K.J. Adams has had a breakout year for Kansas. Marquise Noel... You look at it, what he did last year to this year, and it's like, man, look at all these different categories that he's leaning in, and yet he's the one that's an all-Big 12 first-teamer but not winning most approved player. But who cares? You know, At right. the end of the day, you're just trying to make a deep run in the postseason. And then you have Jerome Tang. Here he is being coach of the year. So how has Jerome Tang been able to do it both on the floor and off the floor? It's been it's been incredible to watch, watch unfold all throughout the year. It, it surprises the coaches. I, I think – you know, they admit that this has been a little bit more productive than they ever imagined. Um, and the way they went about building this roster, adding 11 new players with only two coming back, was very interesting. It required a lot of patience because it seemed to be slow going. There was concerns that they weren't going to get to 13 players. And, you know, when your last guy in the door is named Keontae Johnson, you get pretty good all of a sudden. And I don't think any of us could project it. Marquise Noel reinventing himself, and he's the same player. He's just a magnified version of it, and uh, more. He's being trusted more as the true point guard, and kind of allowed to be himself, which I don't think he felt like he was a year ago. And then the just the other pieces they put around him. It's, it's just been brilliant recruiting, zeroing in on exactly what type of players they want. They wanted long, lean, mobile posts so they can get up and down the court. And now those guys, sometimes with an Eddie Lampkin, they can be overmatched. But if it turns into a speed game getting up and down, it's hard for other teams to keep up with those guys. So the way they built this roster, not only in the type of player they wanted, the positions they wanted, but also the character traits they wanted, has just been unbelievable. And they now have an incredibly cohesive locker room, a bunch of guys that were thrown together onto a roster, didn't know each other, and, and now they're a really tight bunch. It's been very entertaining, and Jerome Tang is just a joy to be around. He just he just lives life like he wants you to live life. How has how has Desi Sills changed K State the last couple of games? Obviously, against West Virginia, right. missed because right. of funeral, and I think you actually saw a big difference there. Which I, I, I told I was telling someone this. I'm like, look, I know it's it's four games, small sample size, but I go, look, you got to talk about it. They won four in a row with Desi Sills in the starting lineup. Why is that? He just brings energy. He brings energy in a way that even Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson don't. Uh, he has this breakneck pace at which he plays. And he sometimes looks out of control, but I'm amazed at how he can finish at the rim and then just keep going right into the crowd. I mean, he's, he doesn't ever, you know, guys let up at the rim to lay it up. You know, he doesn't. He seems to pick up speed. He's incredibly fast. He might be the fastest K-State player with the ball in his hands since Denny Clemente. Uh, and that is a high compliment. Yeah. He gets up and down the court. You know, we, we've discussed this a lot at Go Power Cat. 
you want to be a really good team, if you want to win a conference tournament or make a deep run in the NCAA tournament, you typically need three dudes so that one can have an off night or both have an off night. Maybe you have a fighting chance. And they didn't have the third guy. They so obviously had Key and Keese, and they needed a third guy. And Desi Sills seemed like the most likely guy as a veteran, as someone who's played a lot of basketball, and someone who can defend, rebound from a guard spot, and score. He seemed like the guy. Lo and behold, they put him in the starting lineup, and that's what we got. That's what we saw. Outside of Keontae Johnson, Marquise Noel, and Desi Sills, who is the next player for K-State that's so valuable here in the postseason? Naquan, Naquan? Naquan Tomlin just has so much about his game that remains undiscovered when you realize this is his first year of any kind of major basketball. I mean, playing junior college basketball, didn't play high school basketball, played on the playgrounds, went through a growth spurt. Uh, you know, plays a little junior college basketball, but to then jump in at the Big 12 level, that's just a whole nother world. And he played well in the non-conference, and I think the quality of play in the Big 12 caught up to him. Uh, he settled down, and he, he now realizes the key to him is managing his energy level. If he can stay in high gear, he's really tough because he gets up and down the court. At 6'9", 6'10", he can handle the ball. He's shown a better aptitude for shooting the ball from the outside. And he's just a, you know, a really fun guy to watch dunk the ball. But he's also not a real strong guy. So teams have gotten physical with him, and he kind of backed off of it. He's learning. He's learning a lot about basketball. But I think he could be incredible next year with another full offseason in the weight room, in the gym, as a leader of this team. I think he's really going to pick up a big role for this team. Tim Fitzgerald, our guest from Go GoParacat. Barricat.com here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM broadcasting from Kansas City. I want to get your thoughts on this because I asked C.J. Moore from The Athletic. I go, all right, what's what's really the ceiling for this K-State team in the NCAA tournament? And I think it's it's probably a little bit difficult to probably try to figure out you know what's going on. But I thought he made a really good point. He pretty much said no matter the game, K-State more likely than not is going to have – the two best players on the floor, always, with Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson. I thought that was a really interesting point because at the NCAA tournament, while we do want to stress about the bench play and other guys stepping up, at the end of the day, it comes down to your horses. And if your two horses are those two guys, seems like the, the ceiling could be pretty high. So what is the ceiling for this K-State team in the NCAA tournament, barring the matchups, of course? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know because we haven't seen this team in postseason play. We don't know how they're going to respond to this type of tournament environment. Yeah, they played a tournament in the Cayman Islands at the start of the year. You know, competition was okay. I mean, they beat Nevada and then, you know, LSU in the finals and LSU's that turned out to be pretty bad. But it was a tough matchup. It was a good progression in their growth process. And they won that. But this is different. I mean, all eight teams playing here today in Kansas City, I expect to see in the bracket. Maybe Oklahoma State sneaks in in the first four. I expect to see them all in the bracket. And that's just... A higher level of competition and do-or-die environment that I haven't seen Keontae Johnson in purple or Marquise Noel with this team play or how Jerome Ting manages all this. I suspect they might be pretty good in this environment, that this team kind of needs that urgency. We saw it with this four-game winning streak that they went on. And if so, I'm not going to put a lid on it. I mean, they have a high gear that I haven't seen from a K-State team 
I'm going to say it, since Ahern Fieldhouse. Mm. Uh, I mean, as good as the the 90, or excuse me, 1989 team, 88 team, excuse me, that lost to uh, Kansas and Pontiac or the Frank Martin team or either one of the championship teams under Bruce Weber, all great teams. This team, though, can play at a higher level uh, in terms of just, you know, taking good teams and making them look silly like they did when they went to Texas. They put up 116 points. Yeah. I mean, it was really impressive. If they can find a way to manufacture that level of player close to it, this is a Final Four team, depending on the bracket, depending on who they get, depending on whether their crowd can follow them, you know, and they're not shipped off to Albany and Madison <laughs> Square Garden. Um, I, I think they have a lot of promise, but also, Pat, this is a team that could not make it out of the first site because, you know, the the six or seven seed got them in the second round. I think they'll be okay in the first round. Second round, you know, it, it, you just don't know. It's just so much about matchups. Yeah, without question, and there's no doubt that's the case, which is why I know it's kind of hard to answer that question because if you take out the, the matchup, you know, a part of the equation, then I think you, you have a pretty clear answer. But the NCAA tournament, I think we all know, is, is not so clear. You brought up how the, the eight teams left here in the Big 12 tournament, you think all eight of them get in. Which one is prone to a, an early exit in the first round? Is it, I, I look at Baylor, man, and I just don't know if I'm convinced with, with Baylor. I know they could shoot really well, but I almost feel like the Bears, depending on their matchup, they're not making shots. They can't guard anyone. Baylor's the one that for a little bit looked like, hey, look at how they shoot. They look like a team that couldn't make a run to the Final Four. And then you watch them against Iowa State. Apparently they're kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> and they struggle. And I'm just like, man, I don't know if I trust that in the NCAA tournament. I agree. They're kind of beating up right now. They've got some guys that aren't at 100%. It's tough. Um, but even though they've won two in a row in impressive fashion, I'm going to go with Iowa State. I just think they're so prone to matchups. And if they get shipped out, I, I think we all assume they'd get the Des Moines, you know, pod. But now that they've slipped into the, you know, five, six, seven range of a seating, I don't think that's necessarily true. And if they get sent off to Albany or, you know, Greensboro whatever, or whatever, right? yeah. and the fans aren't as numerous, how do they respond to that? But in reality, I think all eight teams are going to win those first games because it's going to be such a relief to see someone else. And I go back to that Big 12 SEC Challenge and how well some teams played and really how much better the league was. And, you know, I, I look at K-State's game against Florida. K-State didn't play that well. They kind of went through yeah, the motions I mean, really, and, and yeah. cruised to a victory. So I think uh, everyone will be a little relieved not to see one of the same nine other teams they're seeing in this conference. Is it too early to talk football? No, never. <laughs> never. It's a football state. Well, not this one. The one you know, over there. Well, I mean, they're, they're paying their head coach quite a bit of money. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Well, that's interesting. I, I brought up, like, K-State's going to be in a very unique situation, right, Fitz? You you have Jerome Tang doing so well. I can't imagine that you're just going to sit there and be okay with that contract. You have Chris Kleiman, who wins the, the Big 12 championship. He's kind of sitting right there yep. due for a little bit of extra money. And just down the street, KU pulls the trigger with Lance Leipold and you know, making all these announcements about about these renovations, and then you go a little bit further to Columbia, and there's Eli Drinkwitz somehow, some way, gave him this major contract, and I can't help but look at K State and go, 
man, I know Gene Taylor, it's, it's a good problem to have, obviously, for K-State. It's a good problem to have, but also got to pay up at some point. Yeah, I was talking to Gene Taylor about it, and, you know, about what an incredible year it's been, how productive it's been. It's been good for my business, good for his business. And I ended that conversation with, and have fun trying to pay these guys. <laughs> He didn't find the humor in that quite the way I did. Um, because <clears throat> if you look at it, it's not just the head coaches. It's Colin Klein getting interest from Notre Dame well, and you, you know find this. money. Yeah, and, assistance. And, I mean, that's the thing about football. Lance Leipold, I always said, everyone's like, look at the contract, blah, blah, blah. I go, no, no, no. Stop with the head coach contract. Don't right. even look at the head coach. It's got to be, if any Colton Nicky gets a ton of money thrown his way, guess what happens? He's leaving because mm-hmm. KU can't match it. There's yep. Colin Klein right there in a very similar situation, already kind of getting that that type yep. of attention across the nation. Yeah, it's so competitive, and it's only going to get worse for you know the Big Twelve is going to be the third conference, and and those teams in the in the Big Ten and SEC um, just have such a financial advantage uh, in terms of how they can pay coaches because they're going to have so much more money. It, it's going to be really difficult, but I think K-State's in a really good position right now because they're completing a huge building phase in which they're finishing up the volleyball arena and the Olympic sports training facility there in the parking lot, the west side of Bill Snyder Stadium. And, and they they're had intended to take a breath here and, and pause. And so it gives donors an opportunity to say, hey, I need to donate, and they've got a corner in which they can, you know, donate to help pay for coaches' salaries. It's going to be a problem, um, but I have a feeling both coaches aren't just bottom line. What am I getting paid? That's where I want to go. Who's right. going to give me the, right. give me a dollar more? I'm going to go over there. I think both of them have a tie, a, a connection with K State that it's going to be hard to overcome with just money. Yeah, and I and I definitely agree with that, which yeah. is why I'm like, maybe that's why you're not in such a big rush, because at the end of the day, those those two guys appear to be very, very happy. I think the, the biggest piece of news from, from Chris Kleiman here for spring football, for us Wichita people, Avery Johnson already with 15 pounds of, of added muscle. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that we sounds were, wonderful. We were kind of worried about him getting broken at practice. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, I mean, he looked like a physically he looked like a high school kid, <laughs> right. even though he was a really special athlete. <clears throat> but he, he has filled out quite a bit, not to the Will Howard uh, levels, where he's you know cleaning three fifteen. Uh, yeah, I think w- hashtag Incredible. Will Howard's calves was <laughs> trending on. Twitter, the same photo in which Avery... But they behind, the, behind hashtag Tim Fitzgerald's calves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they were all with Skylar Thompson, the quarterbacks. And I noticed how much larger Avery looked, but people immediately noticed Will Howard's calves that look like somewhat like, I don't know, <laughs> like small vehicles, like maybe a, maybe a forerunner. <laughs> on each calf. I mean, people don't understand. They see a picture of Will Howard. Folks, he is six foot five and pushing 240 as a quarterback. I, Josh Allen's like, dude, you're kind of big for this spot. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, uh, it's fun and a great kid. He's, he's awfully good. And that quarterback room is amazing for K-State right now. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see how it all shapes up over the course of the next so many weeks. Fitz, you the man. Great to see you. Glad to have you stop on by. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy that nap, and we'll uh, oh, talk to you down the line, okay? I told everyone about my nap. <laughs> oh.
You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, I'm jealous. I didn't expect people I'm, to listen. I'm, I'm jealous because I would like a nap too. But, you know, this five-hour energy is uh, going to be a nice little pick-me-up. So appreciate Good it, buddy. Good to see you, brother. Tim Fitzgerald, com here on The Pulse on ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. KU, West Virginia, half number two underway. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit as our Big 12 championship tournament coverage continues, presented by the Kansas Contractors Association, the voice for the heavy construction industry in Kansas. For over a century, KCA, KCA member contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and our businesses count on. Proud to be Kansans, proud to build Kansas. The Kansas Contractors Association. Find out more at WeBuildKansas.com. The Pulse from Kansas City continues after this on ESPN Wichita. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with a great deal on Michelob Ultra 24 packs, just $24.99. And don't forget about Jack Daniels Black 1.75 liters, only $42.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. Are you in trouble with the IRS? Detaxify is the trusted tax relief solution that has an A-plus rating with the BBB, five-star rating from Google, and specializes in the IRS Fresh Start program. If you have years of unfiled back tax returns or owe more than $10,000 to the IRS or state, the government has the power to garnish your wages, freeze your bank account, and in some cases, they can now revoke your passport. This is John Zandi, president of Detaxify. Detaxify specializes in the Fresh Start program where we help struggling taxpayers get out of collections or settle their tax debt. If you're being audited or dealing with threatening letters from the government, you may need professional tax relief representation. My team at Detaxify can stop the tax collectors and stop the threatening letters from the IRS or state. Call me now for a free consultation. Call now, 800-601-7780. That's 800-601-7780. Detaxify offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. Call now, 800-601-7780. 800-601-7780. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Dell Technologies' Days of Deals for Business start now with fresh, limited-quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th-gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything, and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 
It's championship week, and ESPN Wichita is headed to Kansas City. The Shane Dennis Show and The Pulse with me, Pat Strauchman, will be broadcasting live from the Big 12 Championship Tournament throughout the week. We'll have the latest analysis from games, post-game audio with coaches and players, and much, much more from the T-Mobile Center. Our Big 12 Championship coverage is presented by Enhanced Wellness and Derby and the Kansas Contractors Association. Your home for the Big 12 Championship is ESPN Wichita. 92.3 FM. They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. That they are. They are playing basketball. Kansas and West Virginia playing basketball. Media timeout just hit. At the T-Mobile Center, Kansas by 6, 38-32 with 15-13 to play in the game. Our Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage continues here from Kansas City. ESPN Wichita Fan Fest presented by Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Enhanced Wellness of Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned and you can find them at enhancedwellnessderby.com. Call or text 316-358-9780. That's 358-9780. Appreciate Fitz stopping on by a little bit early to talk about Kansas State. Wildcats in action tonight. We'll have pregame coverage at 730 here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. This is hour two of four here on the Pulse, a very special edition broadcasting live from the KC Hooley House at Power and Lights. Fans are starting to cheer a little bit more here in half number two as Kansas is trying to advance to the next round. Jayhawks without Bill Self, who is out because of an illness. Kevin McCuller Jr. laboring because of back spasms, but yet Kansas finding a way to lead at the moment. The Jayhawks, they closed the first half with a lengthy run, allowed them to lead at 31-23 at the break. Looking at the statistics, Kansas shooting 41% for the field at this point. The Hawks are just 2 of 10 from beyond the arc. How many times have we talked about Kansas and shooting and so on and so forth? I feel like we've done that quite a bit. Kansas does have 9 turnovers. West Virginia has 11 West Virginia can't hit from beyond the arc as well. West Virginia is just 2 of 11 from deep, 40% for the field. West Virginia, 2 of 4 from the foul line. Kansas, 4 of 10 from the free throw line. Jalen Wilson with 12.7 rebounds for Kansas, 9 points for Dewan Harris Jr. Also has 4 steals. K.J. Adams with 7. 5 points for Gary Dick, who's 1 for 3 from deep, and Joseph Yesufu with 5 points. He opened the game with a 3-pointer, and then the next couple minutes, it was kind of a rough stretch for the former Drake Bulldog. Eric Stevenson is 0 for 4 from beyond the arc for West Virginia, and of course if I say that, I'm sure he's going to find a way to make a 3, although play is going on right now from the T-Mobile Center. Just a couple thoughts from the game so far, it's been a really physical ball game. The referees, in my opinion, are really letting them play, which in some ways that really benefits West Virginia more than Kansas. 
the Mountaineers have always been that type of team uh, willing to slow things down, muddy it up. They're okay with that type of performance. That has always been the case under Bob Huggins. Meanwhile, for Kansas, that's not exactly Kansas's M.O. However, the Jayhawks this year, we've seen it over the last so many weeks, far from pretty these last couple weeks for, for KU. Thinking back to the TCU game down in Fort Worth, not a pretty game, but Kansas grounded out a victory. Kansas with a couple of close games inside Allen Fieldhouse, including against this West Virginia team. West Virginia had the ball with a chance to tie or even get the win. But instead of a loss, Kansas found a way to lock up West Virginia and then did the same against Texas Tech. So KU has found a way to get the job done. It hasn't been pretty at times, but at the end of the day, the Jayhawks find ways to win. And in this type of setting, in the Big 12 tournament, West Virginia, a team that likes to make it look sloppy, you're going to have to be willing to play their style of play. We talked about KU getting up to a fast start. Jayhawks there for a little bit struggled, but they did close the first half off very, very nicely. Kevin McCuller, Jr., he's 0 for 3. He does have five rebounds, one assist, and one steal. So he's impacting the game in other areas. But there's no doubt that he is playing at less than 100%. West Virginia and Kansas just going back-to-back from beyond the arc. So maybe we'll start to see these two teams heat up from deep. Jack, let's bring you into the conversation. Kansas, West Virginia, your overall thoughts to this point. I think they've gotten some really good minutes from their bench so far. I've liked what I've seen from Ernest Uday, especially on the glass. I guess you can count Kevin McCuller coming off the bench, even though he is a typical starter. Joseph Yesfu was a little bit, um, I would say, sporadic in the opening minutes, but he's still being more aggressive. You need Joseph Yesfu to be aggressive offensively if you expect to make it very far in Kansas City. Seeing K.J. Adams come on of late. Dewan Harris is setting the tempo there. It's going to be a rock fight here to the very end. I, I still think it's going to be probably decided in the final two minutes or so. You're seeing West Virginia heat up a little bit, and Eric Stevenson's not even in the game. So I think yeah. what Kansas is going to need to do here down the stretch, make sure they can have that one signature run where they can maybe extend it to about an 8- or a 10-point lead because that'll make you feel much better heading into maybe the under-four timeout. But right now, I think it's going to start more so on the defensive end than it is from getting hot offensively. Yeah, I think that's a, definitely a good point. And, you know, we've seen this from Kansas. Like I said moments ago, they have done a good job down the stretch, especially in the last five minutes of the game. They do find ways to lock up opponents, and I'm sure that we are very much going to see something similar inside the T-Mobile Center. Jalen Wilson just scored again. He's up to 14 points for Kansas. So the Jayhawks are trying to get the win elsewhere in the Big 12 Championship Tournament. West Virginia getting to this point after a win over Texas Tech, 78-62. to Mark Adams has officially stepped away from Texas Tech. Jack, is there any chance Chris Beard even goes back to Lubbock? Oh, hell is there no. Is any, any <laughs> chance? Uh, I would give that a negative 2,000% chance. Yeah. Dream. No. Dream big. That Come bridge on. is burned. That bridge is burned. I don't think Chris Come Beard on. would feel comfortable going back to Lubbock, Texas after the way they uh, treated him when he came back as a member of UT. So, yeah, I think Texas Tech's likely going to have to look elsewhere than Chris Beard. I believe Ole Miss is interested, (laughs) but, yeah. It's going to have to be somebody uh, that 
likely doesn't have ties to Texas Tech. I think they're going to go with a, a, a much more of an outside hire than they did the last time around with Mark Adams. Yeah, 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 whatever, Jack. Dream a little bit. Come on. Have some fun. I think that'd be more so of a nightmare than a dream. Depending on how you look at it, to be honest with you, because I would not be surprised if people in Lubbock in Wichita, I think there's still a lot of people that wish Greg Marshall was back. Just looking at Texas Tech, I, I don't know if it's a 50-50 split, but I'm sure there are some Tech fans who are like, hey, go back after Beard, just saying. Although things are a little bit different now. Here's, here's the difference, though. Beard went on to another gig, and the one thing uh, that Chris Beard did he went in conference, and he went to a rival like Texas, and we all know Texas Tech absolutely hates Texas. So that's why the, the bridge is officially burned. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Ole Miss truly does make Chris Beard their head coach. It's amazing how Chris Beard, after all that stuff, Texas, after looking at things, Texas said, nah, we good, we don't want to mess with it. Ole Miss saying, yeah, we got to go through the proper channels and do our due diligence, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand how Ole Miss is continuing. Considering Texas is saying thanks but no thanks. We're good without him. How is Ole Miss okay with going forward with this situation? Like, how is that an okay thing for the Rebels? Well, it's Ole Miss, I guess. Whatever. It is what it is. So Texas Tech looking for a new head coach. And the Red Raiders, I'll be curious to see how many guys enter the transfer portal. We saw Kevin McCuller Jr. enter the transfer portal last year. We'll see if uh, that's the kind of the theme for Texas Tech with the downfall of the Red Raiders losing yesterday to West Virginia. Oklahoma State gets the win against Oklahoma, 57-49. Oklahoma, there's no way the Sooners are going to make the national tournament, right? And Texas Tech is also out, too. I don't think either of those two teams are going to make the big dance, right? There's no way. No, Oklahoma, Oklahoma's Oklahoma under needed to win. Oklahoma needed to win all three to get there, really. Yeah. I think that was the only way that they're going to get in there. And meanwhile, for Texas Tech, there was probably an outside shot, but still kind of a similar situation. You kind of win all three if you really want to get to the big dance. Yeah, I think both those teams knew going into Kansas City they had to win the whole thing to get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, Texas Tech, like you said, they had a little bit of wiggle room if they would have beaten West Virginia than beaten Kansas. Still, it would have been an outside chance, but as for Oklahoma being the only team under 500 heading into Kansas City, yeah, they needed to win the whole thing to get into the NCAA tournament. They needed to win the whole dang thing. At the end of the day, as much as we talked about Oklahoma, one thing we said about Oklahoma, they were the worst team in the Big 12, and at the end of the day, they ended up being the worst team in the Big 12 Conference. Congratulations, Sooners. I mean, not congratulations, but you get what I'm saying. Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma State. And now the Cowboys, they take on number two Texas coming up at 6 o'clock from the T-Mobile Center. Kansas and West Virginia going on right now before this game. Number four, Baylor. Number five, Iowa State. The Cyclones, they get the W, 78-72. Jack, how crazy is it that Baylor, the Baylor Bears, they were 11-3 in the Big 12 against teams not named Kansas State and Iowa State. They went 0-5 against the Cyclones and Wildcats combined. Is that not insane? I think that's rather intriguing. 
I think early on I was pretty shocked by it, but when it was all said and done, let's just call it as it is. Baylor might be the most overrated team in the Big 12. They, they can't some... guard anyone. No. They can't guard anyone. And when you look at the Big 12 and how it all you know shapes out, unfortunately, as much as many great offenses as you see, if you can't defend, think about it. When you get behind by a lot, you can't come back. And when you have a big lead like they did against Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse, you can't hold off the big run. So that was probably the biggest flaw in Baylor and heading into the NCAA tournament. I'd kind of be hard-pressed to find a reason as to why to put them into the Sweet 16. I don't think they're making it out of the first weekend because of that fact you just pointed out. They can't guard anybody. And that is surprising. They've got great guard play. You have Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, Keontae George, and you're also big in the post. They have a post presence. It just makes zero sense as to why Baylor has struggled this much against some top-level competition this year. They've been streaky. They had the 0-3 start, and they got really hot. I think they won six in a row, and then they bottomed out. And since Keontae George isn't really 100%, it's going to be an early exit for the Bears, I think, in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and they lost to Iowa State with Jalen Bridges going 10-11 of from the field for 28 points. Guy went 7-8 of from deep, and Baylor still lost the game. How do you do it? I don't know how you do. It makes no sense, absolutely no sense, that Baylor lost that game with him going off the way that he did. And then on top of that, well, I know why. It's because they their other two guards out, the big three that they had, two of the big three played poorly. L.J. Cryer, Adam Flagler, they were, they were nowhere to be found. Now, Flagler, he was able to get to the foul line. He was 7 of 8 from there. He finished with, with 14 points. But you look at Cryer, Cryer was 3 of 10 from the field. Keontae George was 3 of 10 from the field with 11 points. With Baylor, it's amazing that the Baylor Bears are big three because Bridges isn't even a part of their big three. Bridges did that. And all you had to do was just get probably a C-plus game from your big three, and you probably get the win and you move on. Instead, the Baylor Bears, they show why they could get bounced in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. I truly do believe that, depending on the team that Baylor is getting and depending on the location. But I am very much convinced this Baylor team, there for a little bit, we are talking about how this Baylor team is, there's a good chance that they could go to the Final Four. They could definitely do that because of their guard play. Their guard play is so great. And then you watch them against Iowa State, and you just kind of watch them down a stretch, and you go, I don't know. I know you got to make shots in the NCAA tournament. There's a lot of truth to that. But you also have to learn how to guard. And Baylor just, simply put, hasn't been able to guard anyone. I think defensive efficiency for Baylor is woeful. I haven't looked at Kem Palm in terms of, of their defensive adjustment rate, but I guarantee you it's not pretty, just based on what we see on the floor with the Baylor Bears. 316-247-0923. Just got this on the text line. Appreciate someone texting during the show. 316-247-0923. The Baylor Bears. Was that last year Baylor got screwed in that game against North Carolina? The Baylor Bears a season ago... I want to make sure I get this right here because, you know, my memory, it's a little foggy. can be. Just the way it is. Baylor last year did lose to North Carolina, 93-86. to 86. You're correct. Thanks, Lee. I'm surprised Lee didn't say anything about my comment about his Oklahoma Sooners. 
Does Porter Mosier go anywhere, Jack? Why am I seeing people throw out Porter Mosier's name out there on Twitter? I don't think he would go anywhere unless he wanted to take a step down and maybe go to a mid-major program again, like where he succeeded with Loyola Chicago. I think he's got one more year at Oklahoma, right? I think it was a relatively younger Oklahoma team. I know you had some veterans with the Groves brothers, and then you also had, I think, Sherfield's a little bit older, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's at least a junior. I'm thinking off the top of my head. But, yeah, unless he wants to take a step down and go back to a mid-major program, I don't know why he'd leave Oklahoma. I think everyone's been throwing out Notre Dame for whatever reason. I don't really know why. I don't know. It's weird. People just like to throw names out there and just hope it hope it sticks, I suppose. Guess we'll see what happens with Porter Mosier. But, yeah, Oklahoma, not an ideal year. And there's Lee. Joe C. remains committed to Porter. All right, then. There you have it, our Oklahoma insider. <laughs> I like Lee. We're just going to give him that title going forward, our Oklahoma insider. I ran into a guy the other day that listens to the show, and he's like, I'm a Sooners fan. And I was like, well, you poor thing. <laughs> but he's very much excited about Oklahoma football going forward, which is kind of a surprise. Anywho, KU, West Virginia going on right now. We're under 10 minutes left in the ballgame, and Kansas leads by 10. So the Kansas Jayhawks trying to get the win without Bill Self and with Kevin McCuller Jr. dealing with back spasms. We'll talk K-State later on. We'll break down the game ourselves. We already talked about the matchup with Tim Fischero, the GoPowerCat.com. So, K-State fans, don't you worry. We'll talk about that in our number three here on the show. We'll also have Isaac Brown and Craig Porter Jr. audio, in case you're wondering. By the way, we are here in Kansas City, in Wichita. You should go to Twin Peaks. I bet you it's packed right now. And if it's not, I'd be really, really stunned. Twin Peaks has happy hour going on, plus KU is playing. I think that's a good thing for Twin Peaks. One out west, Ridge and Tap. One out east, 21st and Rock. Happy hour taking place. To go with Big 12 tournament, that's pretty good. Also, today is National Meatball Day. Celebrate at Twin Peaks with a spicy meatball skillet served with toasted garlic bread with a spicy meatball parmesan with a stuffed toasted hoagie roll. Served with seasoned French fries. I'm a big fan of meatball subs, and I could definitely go for one right now. Sounds wonderful. I guess I'll have to see if there's one here at the KC Hooley House. Who am I kidding? There's no way. It's an Irish pub. No way that's going to be the case. But we are here. We're broadcasting live from Kansas City, home to Big 12 Championship Tournament, and it's presented by the Kansas Contractors Association, the voice of for the heavy construction industry in Kansas. For over a century, KCA member contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and our businesses count on. Proud to be Kansans, proud to be proud to build Kansas, the Kansas Contractors Association. Find out more at webuildkansas.com. All right, up next, I have a soundbite from a former Shocker that you're going to want to listen to. That's next as the Pulse continues to broadcast live from Kansas City. This is the Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. In times of fear, World Vision is there for the most vulnerable. 
For the last 70 years, we've been standing with kids and families through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and helping rebuild lives. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free Upside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder Radio News Network. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LOT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LOT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LOT. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a drama coach to be an IT guy. Yeah, I'm having trouble logging in. I'm not buying it. Say it again, this time with feeling. I can't log in? Come on, man. I want to feel your struggle. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Now, like your life depends on it. I can't log in. Yes, we'll make an actor out of you yet. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. Well, still doesn't fit. Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Motors Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 tournament championship games. And it all leads to our Selection Sunday special to kick off March Madness right here on your home for college basketball, ESPN Wichita. 92.3 FM. Kansas by 12 over West Virginia. 60 to 48, 715 to go in the game. Jalen Wilson with 20 points. Dewan Harris Jr. with 13. Grady Dick with 11. We'll have a post-game audio later on here on the show. And we'll break down the game ourselves in hour number four, more than likely, because hour number three is pretty much tied up. We have Isaac Brown audio, as well as Craig Porter Jr. from Wichita State, K-State, TCU breakdown. And then we'll wrap up hour number three, sneaking in a little bit of Chiefs talk before turning our attention to the fourth and final hour dedicated to KU. So glad to have you here. This is ESPN Wichita Fan Fest coverage coming from Kansas City. Big 12 championship tournament going on 
And it is presented by our two wonderful sponsors, the Kansas Contractors Association and Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Enhanced Wellness of Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned, and you can find them at enhancedwellnessderby.com, or you can call slash text 316-358-9780. That's 358-9780. All right, Shocker fans, former Shockers in the NBA, Fred Van Vliet, and he is in the news, and it's because he is very, very heated want to play this clip from Fred Van Fleet. He was not happy with the officiating. It is cleaned up. So just a little heads up there. It was definitely laced with some profanity. So without further ado, here's Fred Van Fleet, the great former Wichita State Shocker. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, couple other you know out of the three there's one or two that just game up you know and it's, it's it's been like that a couple couple games in a row um denver was tough obviously you come out tonight you're competing pretty hard the third quarter i get a bull tech changes the whole dynamic of the game changes the whole flow of the game and um you know most of the refs are trying hard i like a lot of the refs are trying hard they're pretty fair they communicate well and then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um just kind of the game up nobody's coming to see that shit. they come to see the players and um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. So that is Fred Van Fleet. He blasted referee Ben Taylor for his officiating during the Raptors' 108-100 loss to the L.A. Clippers last night. Van Vliet didn't hold back in his postgame news conference, to say the least. I can only imagine the price tag for that saying there, or that, that statement. <laughs> it's got to be a hefty fine. Got to be a hefty fine. Raptors were called for 23 fouls to the Clippers, 18, in case you're wondering. L.A. had 31 free throw attempts compared to 14 for Toronto. And Van Vliet, he was whistled for a technical foul by Taylor with 7.02 remaining in the third quarter. The Clippers were up seven at the time. So Fred Van Vliet, not a fan of the officiating, specifically Ben Taylor. Not happy with him, to say the least. Well, that does it for our first two hours of the polls. We still have another two hours to go because we're broadcasting live from Kansas City, home to the Big 12 Championship Tournament, which is presented by the voice for the heavy construction industry in Kansas, the Kansas Contractors Association. For over a century, KCA member contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and our businesses count on. Proud to be Kansans, proud to build Kansas, the Kansas Contractors Association. Find out more at WeBuildKansas.com. Two hours down, two to go. KU West Virginia almost over. We'll talk about that in hour four. 
Up next, Isaac Brown audio as well as Craig Porter Jr. and so much more as our coverage continues from Kansas City here on the Pulse. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.